The reason that this boat was $25,000 marked down to $10,000 or best offer was because it needed a lot of work. I tell people that and they shake their heads yes, as though they understand what I mean, but they don't. No one could have understood if they hadn't seen the condition of this boat firsthand for themselves. This boat was also affected by COVID-19. Its owner apparently got stuck overseas and was unable to take care of the boat for much of 2020. Then somehow raccoons got in. After the raccoons wreaked havoc and tore things apart, a significant amount of rainwater got in and was never drained out. The pictures online told a bleak and unsettling story. There was so much damage, so much standing water still in the boat. The broker explained the buying process to us. We were supposed to make an offer and then come up and see the boat. We should coordinate our trip to see the boat with a boat surveyor, kind of like a home inspector, who would give us his feedback on whether or not this was a solid boat. Most buyers also do what's called a sea trial to make sure the boat sails well and that everything works the way it's supposed to. This also gives the potential buyer an opportunity to ask a lot of questions to the seller and get a good feel for the boat. However, the normal buying process was not going to work in this instance. COVID-19 was still a really big deal in New York City and the boat lived just outside the city in a boatyard on City Island. I couldn't find a boat surveyor that was willing to help us, which was just as well. A survey would have cost several hundred dollars, which would have had been subtracted from our measly $7,000 that we had to invest. A sea trial was also out of the question, considering the condition of the boat. Between the standing water and all the raccoon damage, I wasn't sure if the electrical system should even be turned on. And it was January. That's not exactly prime sailing weather in New York. So my husband and I had a big decision to make. We said we believed deep down in our core that this was the boat God had set aside for us, that this was the boat he was giving to us. If we really believed that, if we really trusted God, did we even need a survey or a sea trial? Would the outcome of either of those change our minds? So we did the unthinkable. We put in an offer for $7,000, take it or leave it, and he took it. We bought a boat. I thought I was going to throw up. It's one thing to say you trust God and pray and listen. It's another to take every penny you have and put it towards a disaster of a boat particularly when you aren't mechanically inclined. And I guess I haven't told you that part yet. Lawrence and I aren't what you'd call fixer-upper people. We're teachable. We can mostly follow directions and YouTube videos and figure things out, but we didn't even have very many tools. We certainly hadn't ever done electrical, plumbing, or engine repair work before. This was a really scary, faith-filled act of surrender. And we hadn't even seen the boat in person yet. And we had spent all the money we had to buy the boat. So that's why we tell people that God gave us this boat. It was definitely all Him. He's been with us every step of the way, going before us to prepare the way. 
I'll tell you more about that and about my trip to New York tomorrow.